T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Saints for a touchdown! Each your inside pass to everything Saints football. Jimmy Graham brings it down, and that is a touchdown, New Orleans! We'll take you to places most fans never go. To practice, to the sideline, to the locker room, following every twist, turn, and touchdown of the Saints season. That is going to be a touchdown! Taysom Hill! Taysom TD! Welcome to Inside Black and Gold. And that is going to be a touchdown again. And guess who? Mike Thomas. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Geller and Jeff Nowak. Oh, baby! What's happening, who dads? Welcome inside Black and Gold. Steve Geller along with Jeff Nowak heading into week nine against the Chicago Bears. Uh, Black and Gold trying to get two straight wins. And we're talking the first week of november already i mean it's kind of i know week nine first week of things are like really i think at its you know the peak and we're coming down like now like the 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 end of the season kind of obviously layout is on its way this is the all nfc opponents the rest of the way here yeah we're pretty much officially at the halfway point because there's no technical halfway point of a 17 game season like halftime of week nine is the halfway point so you know for all intents and purposes we're halfway and it does seem like the weather decided oh it's november now it's cold right like you know we were just in time for a bunch of bears fans to show up and be like oh you think this is cold (laughs) although i think it's gonna warm up by sunday yeah, but they're going to come into town in like Thursday and we're all going to be like, Ugh. you know, I'm wearing a sweatshirt, right? Like I am cold because my house, it's impossible. When the temperature outside is below 65, my house is below 65 because that is <laughs> the warmest I can get it is like 63 on a good day. So, yeah, anyway, this is a podcast about not the weather. Um, <laughs> Old men you know, talking getting, weather. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this first segment, I, you know, I want to talk, you know, last week we talked about, you know, Guy Liner and, you know, so maybe that's going to be the theme of, of uh of the first couple minutes of these Friday episodes is talking about something silly because I want to talk about you know Mark Davis is super freaking weird and I I kind of went down a rabbit hole on him uh this 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 week yeah, because of all the stuff that's been going on with the Raiders and uh, so I want to talk in, about that a little because there are parallels right like we have Mark Davis's former quarterback right like there's a lot to to talk about in that regard and the um, former head coach. Well, right, right, exactly. Like, there's there's a lot of weird parallels, right? You know, Hunter Renfro, I think the Saints looked into getting him. Like, I thought they probably would, and it didn't work out. But either way, let's we're going to talk a little about that. We're going to also talk about, you know, some of the prep that's been going on. You know, the Saints are facing a lot of quarterbacks this year that they aren't prepared for. 
and it's kind of strange. Uh, but I, I want to talk about more of that. Second segment, we're going to bring in uh, Chris Emma, reporter for 670 The Score and Odyssey. He covers the Bears. He's going to give us the lowdown, what to expect. Tyson Bajant, you know, will Montez sweat play, that sort of thing. So that'll be in the second segment. And then in the final segment, I want to talk about Chris Alave a little bit. He talked to reporters on Wednesday in the locker room. It was simultaneous with Derek Carr talking. So I wasn't able to be there, but I did kind of catch up with what he said. And I just, I want to go through some of it because I think it's, you know, you know, it, it's a weird situation for him to be in. He's this highly drafted prospect. Everyone has high expectations for him. And he's in a slump right now, and he'll admit that. And that's just how do you work through that as a young player, I think is interesting. Then obviously, as we do every week, we'll go into we'll go into X factors. But you know, so I just wanna did you see the fake story about how Mark Davis fired Josh McDaniels? Let's start there. The while trick-or-treating with his family? No, so PFT commenter. He likes to make fake stories. He likes to like put these like fake excerpts out into the world of like what would have been an athletic story, but it's not. It's fake. But it was so potentially true that everyone kind of just shared it around like, what? Is this how it happened? And so what he said was like the story that he put out in the world was that Josh McDaniels likes to dress up for Halloween, which is true. He decided, according to PFT commenter, to go to the Raiders facility dressed like Mark Davis. And Mark Davis, the Raiders owner, the eccentric strange man, was on board with it and sent him his like typical P.F. Chang's lunch because this is a guy who does eat at P.F. Chang's every day. Um, and in the, in, in the excerpt, he had so like that Josh McDaniels opened his fortune cookie and the fortune said, you're fired, hot shot. And that's how he got fired. Now, oh, no, I did it's not, not see that. True. It pretty good. Yeah, it's not true, but it, it's so in line with what you would come to expect from Mark Davis. <laughs> and he does, like, for example, he does eat at P.F. Chang's every day. He's a weirdo. That, I, I love P.F. Chang's. I wish I could afford it. Right. The Raiders fired Josh McDaniels, but not in that way. It is interesting that they waited until after the trade deadline to do it. So to me, that kind of is an indicator that, like, there was some internal turmoil going on with players and you are making a decision of whether you trade those players or you fire the coach and you kind of figure out I, I don't think you want to fire the coach prior to the trade deadline because I think that eliminates a lot of your leverage and if you're trying to get certain assets for a certain player then you fire the head coach it's like throwing chum in the water everyone's going to start circling so I, I think that's why but yeah I mean that's an interesting situation out in with the Raiders and I want to talk more about Mark Davis a little bit but Antonio Pierce Champ Kelly, who I, you know, it sounds like Chip Kelly's like alter ego is Champ Kelly or like Champ Kind Sports. Uh, whammy. Uh, anyway, so yeah, I mean, what did your kind of, what did you kind of take away from that? Because you, you're sitting there with Derek Carr as your quarterback, a guy who got ran out of town by the regime that just got fired. And I was like, well, you know, glad I'm not there anymore, right? Yeah, I wonder how, you know, I know Raider fans are actually a lot are disappointed Carr's not there anymore. I wonder how the Raiders organization feels now that, oh, we we let Derek Carr go after, you know, dealing with Josh McDaniels. And it, we kind of wish we still had him around, especially with, you know, Jimmy G, his health issues, <laughs> man, his, his inability to hit a wide receiver. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that, yeah but, go ahead. We we talked about this obviously with the Dennis Allen comparisons. We were when he was head coach there. We talked about the disarray in Raiderland, and it hasn't gone away. And Da hasn't been the head coach over there for quite some time. 
Um, I don't know what the Raiders are going to do next, but it's it's one of those organizations you think would be one of the premier run teams in the NFL or a hell of a lot better than they've been over the years. I mean, it's the freaking Raiders for crying out loud. I guess, but I mean, it's like Al Davis was the owner of that team. Then he handed it over to Mark Davis. And, you know, I, and I, I didn't know much about Mark Davis until I went down this rabbit hole. I know he's had a weird haircut. And, totally, totally. You know, the worst billionaire haircut in history. Well, and he apparently drives like long distances to get that haircut. It's not like he doesn't, he get, he cuts his own hair or anything. Like he has a barber that he pays handsomely to give him that haircut most likely against his will. I don't think any barber is like, oh, yes, this is how I'm, I want to be cutting someone's hair. Like, it's a request. Anyway, but so the more I read about Mark Davis, the more I come to the realization that it's basically like if John Kennedy Tool inherited the Saints. Do you know who John Kennedy Tool is? The Confederacy of Dunces? You know, on New Orleans, they have a statue of the guy. It, 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 like on, on Canal Street near the French Quarter, they actually have a statue. He's wearing the hat. He's got a bird on his head, right? They didn't, they didn't take that statue down, huh? Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. T-Bob, T-Bob uh, Hebert, his, his Twitter picture right now is actually John Kennedy tool. Anyway, he's like a new Orleans figure, but he's just a ridiculous character, right? Like he's not person that you take seriously, but he takes himself seriously. And so you have to, like he, he forces you to account for him in reality. And so this is an excerpt from an ESPN feature on Mark Davis. When the, it was the year that they won their final four games, went to the playoffs with Derek Carr. Actually, no, I'm sorry. It was the year that they went to the playoffs and Derek Carr got hurt. And so he wasn't there. They lost to the Texans in the playoffs, but they had a good season. Derek Carr had a, had a fringe MVP candidate kind of season. Like it was probably the best season of his career. And then he broke his leg and people would say he hasn't been the same since, but either way, this is how the, this is how this, this, this goes. Most days start the same behind the wheel of a white 1997 Dodge Caravan SE outfitted with a bubble top Mark three conversion kit, a VHS player mounted to the roof inside and a rate, and an R8HERS personalized plate. Mark Davis pilots this machine from his East Bay home to the nearest BF Jangs, where he sits at the left end of the bar, same spot every time, puts his white fanny pack on the counter, orders an iced tea, and unfolds the day's newspapers. Beside him on the bar, next to the papers, is his 2003 Nokia push-button phone with full texting capability. When someone calls and asks him where he is, he says, quote, I'm in my office, and sends a knowing nod to the bartenders. It gets them every time. <laughs> Which, first of all, Great writing. <laughs> Second of all, this isn't that long ago. This is like 2018. Um, and, and it's just like, that's this, this is a, this is a, this is a caricature of a man, right? Like, this is not a, you know, he's just, he's just a Raiders fan who's never had a job in his life that got the, that took over the team from his dad. And, you know, to his credit, he doesn't try to influence decisions. He says, <laughs> there's another story that at one point, he handed the GM a piece of paper, which is like just like ripped into a triangle. 
And he said, this is what I want. And the coach said, like, what, what are you talking about? And, and he says, I need two corners. Cause he had ripped the corners off the paper. Like that's, that's the level of involvement he has in the decision-making. Um, this is also a So he was not allowed to fly on the team plane when Al Davis was the owner. It wasn't for any like thing he did that was weird. It was just kind of how they operated. So he would, he would buy three seats on Southwest put reserved placards across two of them and then lay across them. And, <laughs> and that's, this is this, this is a $500 million net worth uh, guy who's going to own an NFL team. Um, and I just find it funny because, you know, one of the comments that, that I get a lot is Al, is Dennis Allen and Josh McDaniels are the same person. The Raiders and the saints are the same organization. And while there are parallels in terms of what they're going through right now, like both guys, both teams went to an also ran kind of head coach who failed at their first head coaching stop and things haven't gone particularly well, right? Both, both guys felt like the quarterback that was in there was not the guy. So they went and got the quarterback. They liked Uh, Dennis Allen went and got Derek Carr and Jimmy and uh, Josh McDaniels went and got Jimmy Garoppolo, a guy that he drafted with the Patriots, right? Like that's the quarterback that he was supposed to be able to be successful with. And the difference is, you know, the Raiders clearly were like, nah, this ain't it. This is not working. Whereas the Saints, I think the biggest difference in terms of ownership and the biggest difference and when you look at the corollaries between the Raiders and the Saints is that the Saints ownership is supportive. The Saints ownership from the from from Gail Benson down to Mickey Loomis down to everybody is all in lockstep in terms of what they're doing. You can disagree with what they're doing. But there's always support there. The coaches don't feel like they're being undermined by the ownership. And also, you don't have, uh, you know, Gail Benson's not out there peacocking and trying to get attention by having a weird haircut and, and doing all these crazy things. So I, don't, I think that's the biggest difference to me is you're giving this guy a chance to succeed, whereas the Raiders, they, you know, they were yeah, like only one foot in at any point. But yeah, so the Saints don't have a peacocking owner, you know, the Saints also have a very strong understanding of who Dennis Allen is as a coach, right? Like there isn't this idea that he can do things that the team doesn't isn't prepared for, right? Like they understand how he's going to operate. And while you could disagree with how he has been operating and maybe some of the decisions, you're not going to be able to disagree with the idea that this team is going to allow Dennis Allen to, to, to do his thing, to work on the job. And I just think from a, from a healthy ownership perspective, that's what you want to see. You don't want to see a team that's stepping in from the top level down and saying, no, don't draft CJ Stroud, draft Bryce Young, right? You, I think for, like, there's a lot of criticism of how the Saints have managed the cap and how the Saints have managed the draft. But, but I think everyone do their job. Right. And they let everyone do their job and they're consistent. Like they're not constantly waffling back and forth. And you see teams flail year in, year out. By doing that, by trying, by not staying the course of what they actually believe, or in more cases, probably not knowing what they believe, just trying to say the right thing and react the right way at any given moment. And that's not a good way to operate, but that's how the Raiders have been over the last decade plus is like, this hasn't worked. So let's try this. This hasn't worked. So let's try this. And now they're, they're where they are today. And I, I like Antonio Pierce. I think, uh, you know, as growing up a Giants fan, he's, he's one of the reasons they won a Super Bowl, right? So I think it's good for him. You know, anytime a coach gets fired and, and you know, a guy gets to step in and have that opportunity, that's a good thing. Like Dan Campbell with the Dolphins, right? I don't think Dan Campbell is a coach today if he didn't get that interim job with the Dolphins. So, I, I mean, hopefully 
for him, that's kind of a stepping stone to a to a full time job. Guys typically don't keep the job. Like look at Steve Wilkes last year uh, with the Panthers. But either way, I, I just think you know it's kind of funny. And Mark Davis is a is a is a weird guy. That's you know long story short. That's the summary of that. Too long didn't listen. Mark Davis is weird. And yeah, like we were saying, the, the Raiders organization, man, they just continue to be a a sham. I, I you know what I, I'll, I will say, I thought they were heading in the right direction when they got Gruden. <laughs> I thought it was like he was going to at least get them back to, you know, relevance. They were successful for about five minutes, but yeah, um, <laughs> yeah didn't, right. <laughs> didn't didn't quite uh, work in the end. But all right, let's wrap up that segment. We're going to bring in Chris Emma, reporter for Six Seventy The Score and Odyssey, covering the Bears, uh, getting ready for Week Nine. Bears. Saints, Chicago in the Super Bowl. Who the heck is Tyson Bajan? We'll find out. In Stick the around Super Bowl. on the inside. What? Super Dome. Did I say the Super Bowl? You said Super Bowl, man. Just, if you turn the roof upside down, it'll the be the NFC almost. Championship. Here we come. Yes, yes, yes. Anyway, Tyson Bajan in the Superdome. Uh, this 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 outro has gone off the rails. Anyway, this is inside Black and Gold. Stick around. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.